Hey everyone, welcome and welcome back. Jamie here with another episode of I'm Not Mentally Ill, but a space where we dive into the twisted reality of mental illness from a new perspective. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you all another situation that Jason put me through. While Jason was in Mexico hiding out from the police, he was blackmailing me the entire few months that he was there. Before we dive in, I did just want to go ahead and give everybody a trigger warning. Due to the nature of my podcast, there is going to be some topics discussed that could potentially be triggering. Please be advised now. Just a little recap for those of you who didn't see my first episode. Jason is the person who assaulted me, held me hostage in my apartment, and then stole my car and fled into Mexico to evade the police. So you would think that Jason being in Mexico, my nightmare was over. But my nightmare was far from over because while he was in Mexico, he was blackmailing me through my email account because at this point he was blocked on every other form and not blocked on my email because who in their right mind thinks that somebody is going to reach out to you through their email So while he was hiding out in Mexico, at first it was him being like, I'm so sorry, please forgive me. Then it progressed and I got a video of him where he had a gun in his hand and he said, I am so sorry. This is the last you're going to hear from me. Just know that I am so sorry. So even though he assaulted me, attacked me, did terrible things to me, I still was like, oh my God, like I thought he was going to commit suicide. So I reached out to his dad and his brother and I was just like, hey, I just want to let you know, Jason sent me this video. Um, It's very concerning. You guys might want to check in on him. And I left it alone because you know what? That's That was the extent I was willing to do is let somebody know what like what he was sending me. So nothing happened of that. And I just kept I kept getting emails from him and now it was getting to the point where he was not getting what he wanted. So it started to escalate at this point. You're probably like, what the heck? Like, what do you even have on you? Like, what could he have been blackmailing you with? So Jason had explicit photos of me. And the craziest part about this is these photos were not photos that I sent to him. These photos were photos that I had sent to an ex-boyfriend that I didn't even know I still had on my phone. So that leads me to believe that when he was still in my life, either while I was sleeping or while I wasn't around or while my phone was just laying out and I wasn't there to see it, he was going through my phone to find stuff, which that is not okay ever. Like you shouldn't be going through somebody's phone. And on top of that, You shouldn't be sending yourself stuff that they have on their phone, that they have not agreed to give to you or willing to give to you or sent themselves. So now I got an email from him and it was like, I've been trying to reach out. You're not responding. So I'm just going to let you know that if you don't send me explicit videos of you doing sexual things to yourself. I'm going to release photos that I have of you. Well, now you have my attention. 
But I was like, okay, I don't really know what kind of photos he has, but I'm still like, okay. So I reached out. I'm like, what are you even talking about? And then he starts sending me photos of myself. Now, just imagine that. Okay. Imagine this person that has done terrible things to you now has sexual photos of you that they can do whatever they want with. Imagine that. That just sends chills down my spine thinking about it right now that he had these and now he has the power to do whatever he wants with them. So at first it just started off with him like sending the photos and being like, if you don't talk to me, like I have these photos, I'm going to do something with them. I didn't really believe it. I was like, you know what? Like he's done a lot of like fucked up things to me, but like, I don't think he's going to do this. Wow. Was I naive? Let's put it that way. So I wasn't believing him. And I was like, that's unacceptable. Like, please don't do that. Please leave me alone. Like turn yourself in, like, just leave me alone. Well, then I remember this so vividly. I get a text from this girl that I knew from when I lived in Arizona. And she's like, hey, I really hate to be the person to do this, um, but I just want to show you what somebody's doing. And so now after knowing that Jason has these photos of me, I was like, great. He's like sending these photos to people. She sends me screenshots of Instagram accounts, Facebook groups, all with explicit photos of myself. I was like, oh my God, thank you so much for telling me. She's like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. I just came across it. And like, I really thought you should know. So he was basically making these accounts like they were mine. Like they were my first and last name. And so I'm reaching out to Facebook. I'm reaching out to Instagram. Like they did get everything down, but it still took a while. The group had like, I think at at this point, the Instagram had like 30 followers and like the Facebook group had like 20 followers or something like it wasn't a crazy amount, but I'm still like, what the heck? Like this guy who once again has already done all these terrible things to me, like he will not let me go and drop it. So I reach out to him and I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I can't believe that you're doing this. Like you've done enough. Leave me alone. He's like, well, if you just talk to me, like then this will all go away. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you. I was like, I have nothing to say. I was like, there's no coming back from what you've done. And he's like, well, then we're just going to keep doing this. So Instagram and Facebook took him down. And that was kind of the end of that. So now I'm like freaked out. Okay. I'm freaked out, but I'm still, I'm not willing to send him what he's asking for. So he wants me to send him videos doing sexually explicit things And I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. Like that is going to give you more ammo to have for me. So anybody who is getting blackmailed, who has been blackmailed, don't give the blackmailer what they're asking for. Because he right now has sexual explicit photos of me. But if I send him videos of me doing what I'm doing, like, Now he has that too. So I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not sending it to you. Like, no. And so that went on for like a little while and, you know, he wasn't really doing anything about it. And so he made the Facebook and Instagram, but like, he didn't make any more after that. And then he just was like constantly send me photos and be like, do this, do this, do this. And so at this point, nobody knows that 
any of this is going on. My friends don't know. My family doesn't know. Nobody knows that I'm being blackmailed by Jason while he's hiding out in Mexico. Now, this day, I, I remember this so vividly. It is like etched in my brain. So me, my mom, and my dad, we had went to this park just to like get some food, hang out, have a good day. There was like live music playing. It was just going to be like a great day, have some drinks, like relax. You know, I'm still trying to overcome the trauma that I've gone through. Just like a very relaxing, safe, filled day. The day started off wonderful. Like I wasn't getting any emails. Like my phone wasn't blowing up. Like it was so great. And I swear he like knew as soon as we got to the park, there goes my emails, like just blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. And now it's escalated to the point where he sends me an email and says, if you do not send me what I am asking for in the next 24 hours, I am sending your boss these photos. I am posting on Facebook pages, these photos I am sending them to your family. So your mom, your dad, your brother, he's like, I am sending these to everyone. So you either send me videos of you doing sexual things, or this is getting blasted out. And this was my breaking point. Okay. I'm trying to have fun with my family, but I just got this message where he's trying to like ruin my life. So I work, I work with kids in my brain. I'm like, oh my God am I going to get fired? Am I never going to be allowed to work with kids again? Like I just went to school for six years. I have a master's in counseling. And now this idiot is going to ruin my whole career. And I'm literally never going to be able to work with kids again. Like I'm not going to be able to use my master's. So like my whole career path, I'm never going to be able to work with kids. Like, what am I going to do for a job? I'm going to be fired. Like I'm spiraling at this point. And I didn't want to tell my family about this because who, who wants to tell your family that somebody has naked photos of you? Who wants to do that? Nobody. But I was like, I couldn't take it anymore. And so I pulled my mom aside and I was like, mom, this is what's been going on. Jason sent me photos. He has sexually explicit photos of me and he is threatening to send them to my job, to my district. Like he's He's threatening to send them to you guys. Like I'm, I'm losing my mind. Like I'm so terrified of what's going to happen. I was like, he wants me to send him sexually explicit videos of me doing stuff. And if I don't in the next 24 hours, he's going to send this to all these people. And, oh my God, my mom was like amazing about the situation. I'm just going to put that out there. And she was just like, Oh my God, Jamie. No, like calm down. This is like, fuck him. This is fucking terrible. She's like, but calm down. This is going to be okay. We'll figure something out. My mom also worked for a school at this point. And so she's like, I will reach out to one of my principals. Let me get some information. Like, let's see if this, you know, can get you in any kind of trouble. And so that immediately like took a weight off of my chest. Cause I was like, okay, my mom can get me some information. Like, is this actually going to ruin my career and my life? If this gets out, then I still like telling my mom was one thing, but telling my dad was like a whole other thing because it's just different. Whatever. I feel like people understand that enough. And I was like, I was like, mom, I, I can't tell dad. Like I can't physically bring those words out of my mouth. I was like, but you can tell him. So he knows what's going on. My mom tells him and I like go to the bathroom. And when I come back, my dad just hugs me and is like, fuck that guy. Like, fuck 
that guy. What a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. And it was just such a moment of like relief because it's embarrassing. You don't want your family to know that there's like sexual photos of you. You especially don't want your dad to know. Like I'm my dad's like little girl. I'm the baby of the family. Like how fucking embarrassing. But it wasn't like that at all. My parents in that moment didn't even give two. They didn't care at all that there were these photos of me. They cared that this dirtbag was trying to do this to me. Letting them finally know what was going on was so relieving because A, my mom was just like, let me do some digging. Like, I will figure out if this actually is going to do anything to your career. And then my dad was just like, whatever, Jamie, you know what? You did that. It's your life. You're an adult. If you want to do that, good for you. But what I care about right now is a scumbag trying to do this to my little girl. So it was just such like a, in a, in like the midst of all the chaos and just like the craziness of me being like, oh my God, like my whole life is going to be ruined. My mom and my dad just like held it down and were like, Jamie, don't ever, don't be ashamed for that at all. You did what you did. Who cares about that? but let's talk about what actually matters and let's figure out what we need to do. So one thing I will say, if you are going through a terrible situation and you're scared to tell somebody for whatever the reason may be, really, I would encourage you to whoever you love and trust and know will be there for you, no matter what, reach out to them, tell them what's going on, because it was a huge weight for me to bear to be like, wow, my entire life is going to be ruined in 24 hours. Nobody knows. I can't talk to anybody about this. And after I talked to them about it, yeah, I was still stressed out because I still didn't know like if this was going to mess up my career, if I was never going to be able to work with kids again. I had no idea. But it was such a sense of relief knowing like, okay, I have people in my corner. People are going to help me. Like, it's okay. So seriously, if you're going through a really terrible situation, reach out to somebody that you trust, whoever that is. It doesn't matter. But reach out for help. So after that, you know, my mom like reached out and I was told that like, no, this can't ruin my career. Like, you know, yeah, it's probably going to suck and be embarrassing. They were like, but it's not grounds to fire you. You know, it's just you by yourself. You know, there's nothing illegal about that. So basically I wasn't going to lose my job. And I also was worried. So I was planning on moving in a year and I was like, oh my God, is this going to allow me to get another job? Like, or is this going to be out there? Because we all know that employees will Google people. And so I was like, so concerned that like, I wasn't going to be able to get a job, but I did find out that I, it was, it wouldn't hinder me from getting a job and all of this stuff. It wasn't going to make me lose my job. Yes, it would suck in the moment, but it wasn't going to ruin my future career ambitions and all of that. So like that was such a huge weight off my shoulder. And it also just made me so thankful that I didn't give in to what he was demanding. You know, I could have very easily done that. But like I said earlier, if you give in to that, now they have ammunition against you. They have more stuff to use against you. So don't give in because you're just giving them more stuff. Yeah, in all honesty, would it have sucked if, you know, everybody that I knew saw naked photos of me? A thousand percent it would have. But it would have been so much worse you know, if I allowed him to manipulate me into doing something I didn't want to do. So I, I never gave in to his demands. And thankfully, 
he never sent it, you know, he never created a Facebook page. He never sent it into my job. Like none of that ever happened. Praise be. But after that happened, I did decide to delete my Gmail account. And it is something that I regret to this day that I did that because I couldn't give it to the cops. So I had told the cops what were going on. And I did explain that I I did delete my Gmail just because I couldn't, I couldn't handle the constant like emails coming through and just being on edge 24 seven, every single time my phone lit up, my phone dinged, I was on edge. Think about it. You have your phone 24 seven. And imagine if every single time your phone dinged or lit up or rang or whatever, you automatically were sent into this like totally traumatic mindset and you are like tripping out like, okay, am I going to get more photos of me? Are there going to be more demands? Like, are there going to be different kinds of blackmail? Like, so I did delete it and um, the cops did try to recover it. But once you delete a Gmail, everything in that Gmail is gone. So If you are getting blackmailed or, you know, something bad is happening to you and you have evidence, emails, text messages, voicemails, don't delete any of that stuff. Keep all of that so you can give it to the cops. Also, you can't blackmail people. That is illegal. Like that would have been another charge against him. But because I don't have the emails, you know, that's one less charge that he's going to get because I don't have the physical proof anymore. So if, like I said, if you're going through something and you have hard evidence, do not delete it. It might suck to get those messages. I wish I would have just like deleted the the Gmail app off my phone so it wouldn't have come through. But you know what? Trauma brain, what are you going to do? It was a decision I made in the moment. I'm just saying for anybody else, don't delete it. So you would think that would be the end. You would really think that would be the end, but it is not. (laughs) Okay. I delete the Gmail. And now he has no way to get in touch with me, like no way at all. And I'm just like, you know what? If he's going to send out these photos, he's going to do what he's going to do. It is what it is. It's going to suck in the moment, but I'm going to get over it and I'm going to move on. So at this point, I hadn't heard anything for a while. And then I get a Facebook message from a random person, random person, do not know who this person is. And they let me know that. There's a website called thedirty.com. This website is a piece of shit and it is absolutely atrociously disgusting that it is a website. Thedirty.com is a slander website. You can go on that and post anonymously and you can post whatever you want. So Jason posted a explicit photo of me, but this was one where I had a bra on and it was from like the stomach up. So in reality, it's not considered pornographic. So it was allowed to stay up. And he wrote a nice little paragraph about me, about how I am the worst person in the world. I'm the biggest slut in the world. Like anyone and everyone can have me call me for a good time. Like basically this whole paragraph, just like slandering me as a person. So the guy on Facebook was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I came across this. I just feel like you deserve to know, do with it what you want. So I reached out to the dirty.com immediately. And I was like, this is like slanderous. Like this person assaulted me. Like 
this needs to be taken down. You need to take this down. And they were like, sorry, no, we, we don't have to do that. We're just the hosting site, but anybody can post what they want. And I was like, so this is fine. Like just this person who's like done all this stuff to me is just going to be allowed to say all of this. And they're like, well, there's no proof that he was the one that did this. And just basically giving me the runaround, like you're fucked, like too bad. Sorry, this is happening. So, (laughs) oh my God, it just like, it makes me so mad thinking about it because I looked through that website and it is just disgusting. Like people post photos of people and can say whatever they want. That whole website is disgusting And they have no um, legal obligation to do anything because they are just the hosting site and people post anonymously. So now you like Google it, you Google my name and it's one of like the top things that come up. So I was like, oh my God, is this going to stop me from getting a job? Because employees, like I said, Google their like potential hires and I was like just starting the process of hiring for new jobs. So I'm like, great, this is like top of the list when you Google me, great, love that. And there's nothing to do. And so they did tell me that I could hire a lawyer. Now to hire a lawyer, it is $3,000 per post. And the Dirty has like a bunch of like sub websites. So there were the same photo and the same paragraph of me probably on about like eight different sites once you went through all of it. So I did reach out to a lawyer just to kind of see like, hey, what are my options? And they were like, well, here's your options. You can pay, you know, it's not cheap, um, but we do have a really good success rate. Well, here's the kicker. The people, the lawyers that um, get that stuff down work for the dirty. They literally do this. It's like a nasty little money scheme that they do. So somebody posts this, you want to get it down. Well, their lawyers can help you. Their lawyers can help you get it down for $3,000 a post. Okay, absolutely absurd. And so I was like, (laughs) I don't have that kind of money. There's eight posts, $3,000 a post. Like, I don't have that kind of money. So again, my mom like reached out to her friend and was like, Hey, like, here's what's up now. Like, is this going to stop her from getting hired? She's like, no, it's not going to stop her from getting hired. They were like, if they ask, just like have her be open and tell the story of like why this is up there. I will say happily that it never affected me getting a job. So that was, you know, all of that. It is what it is. The post is still up. It's not coming down anytime soon. Um, I haven't looked at it or anything recently, so I have no idea. Like, if it's still up or not, I'm assuming it is. I just, at this point, I don't care. It is what it is. So that was basically like his final F you to me. And then it wasn't too long after that, that he did end up turning himself into the police. So that was the final situation that he blackmailing me while he was hiding out in Mexico. You know, this story and just, you know, what he did for months after he assaulted me just really, just really speaks to how sick he really is as a person, because most people wouldn't do, wouldn't assault somebody, hold them captive and give them PTSD. But then you would think that like, okay, they would be like, wow, like I already did this, like, let's be done and move on. But no. Nope. He decided that he needed to blackmail me and continue to try to do stuff to try to ruin my life. But the moral of this story is 
never, ever, ever given to your blackmailer. And just know that if stuff does get out, like nobody wants sexually explicit photos to get out. Nobody does. But I can tell you nobody in my life that actually like loves and cares about me has given me any shit. Actually, nobody that I know personally has ever given me any shit about any of this stuff. And just know that like when you're going through something like this, reach out to somebody. Don't bear this weight completely on your own because it's a really heavy weight to bear and it's really scary. And I'm just glad that I had sounding boards after I finally did tell people, you know, to kind of get help where I didn't know how to help myself. And also if somebody is sending you evidence, like an email, a text, a voicemail, do not delete it. Don't delete it. Keep all of that evidence so that the cops have it. So it's just one more thing that they can use to go against your abuser, the person who's blackmailing you or whatever it is. So just do not delete it and just know that it is going to help. But like I said, I was able to get a job. This has never affected me being able to do anything. I still work with kids. This has never come up in any kind of job that I've had. So in the moment, it was like the worst, most devastating situation that I had been through because I thought it was going to mess up my career. But I can gladly say that it did none of that. It was terrible in the moment. But besides, you know, going through all of that, it is over and done with. He is officially... Well, this happened a while ago. He has been in jail. But after that happened, he was officially in jail and was no longer able to communicate with me or anything like that. So those two months were literally like hell happening. But once he was like finally in jail, like all of that stopped, nothing like that has happened since. Now it's just the whole court system and going through that and trials coming up. But Things do get better. Just don't give up. Don't let them beat you down because you can overcome it. That wraps up another episode of I'm Not Mentally Ill, but thank you so much for tuning in. If you have a story to share or you just want to connect, hit me up on Instagram at the other side underscore MI or email me, Jamie at the other side of me.com. Check back next Wednesday to see what we're getting into. Mm-hmm.